welcome to our podcast called Minutes of Positivity. Today's podcast is about how to thrive in a pandemic. Hello, I'm Joyner Evans, and this is my co-host, Millie Trin. Have you ever wondered how to thrive during a global pandemic? If so, you are in the right place to learn all you will need to know. From what I've learned during this time, it's that you're never really prepared for anything, right? I know, right? It's like every time you, you are... You think you're prepared. 2020 is like, you really thought I would let you relax? I mean, come on. Can't we just have a few calm days in this year? I know, it's crazy. You know, everyone wants to stay healthy and avoid getting sick. So here are some things we've learned to do. So let's get started. So how exactly can you stay safe during this time, Millie? Some things I've been doing recently is washing your hands often, avoiding close contact with people, especially when they are sick or have been sick recently, wearing a mask on your face and nose, when with people, covering coughs and sneezes, cleaning and disinfecting surfaces in your house or have been outside of your house like packages, and monitoring your health daily like taking your temperature. Well, Drunner, how can you get things done now that you're quarantined? Well, that's great advice, and that's a good question. One essential thing people need is groceries. So how do you get them without coming in contact with others? Something that is great to do is order your groceries online so you can limit your contact with others. If ordering online isn't available, then you need to wear a mask at all times when in public and avoid getting within six feet of anyone else. Another great tip is to buy things in bulk so you don't have to go out in public as much. Wearing gloves is another great prevention tool so that you can prevent yourself from getting the virus. I've also found that making yourself a priority helps you to get things done. What do I mean by this? I mean that by just washing your face daily and making sure to go on daily walks to keep moving can really improve your productivity. I found that doing that really helped me to get more work done. My work, my work has been much better quality as well. I've gotten so much work done that I've been doing a lot of TV watching. Relating to that, I've been loving Heart of Dixie, Jane the Virgin, and Friday Night Lights. What have you been watching? Oh my gosh, yes. I've been watching so much TV as well. I've watched any Disney show that you can think of on Disney+. Plus. I've also watched Criminal Minds, and I also watched Jane the Virgin too. I rewatched Young and Hungry, Good Place, The Good Place, and The Flash, and I'm watching Vampire Diaries right now. Me too. My family has cleaned out Disney+. Plus. Well, back to the point. How have you been staying connected with people during this time? Well, you can FaceTime your friends and have Zoom calls with family. You can also visit your friends and family and stay six feet apart or get tested before you do something with people. Another piece of advice is after you have visited someone, you can quarantine yourself for two weeks just in case you are carrying the virus so you don't inf infect others. So, Joyner, how do you do school virtually? Do you have any specific advice? Great point. What is so funny, though, is that I have no urge to hang out with anyone. It's like I'm so tired of being quarantined, but at the same time, I could care less. That's so funny. I'm a mix. I like to be with people, but sometimes I just want to be alone and do my own thing. I totally get that. So relating to your question, as everyone knows, we're doing school from home these days. Some tips that are very helpful to me include setting a schedule on when to get work done every day. Always having a checklist so I know that I got my work done. 
setting my phone aside so I won't get distracted, and having someone keep me accountable for my work. For example, I keep my phone outside of my room when doing schoolwork, and my mom keeps me accountable to make sure that I got all my work done for the day. Another great tip is to have a designated workspace that is quiet so you don't get distracted as much. I swear, some days I have such big headaches because I can't get off my phone. Quarantine has made me so lazy during the day. I think it's just so interesting that our lives have changed so much just by being home all the time. You know, like me and my sister just can't get along somehow, but me and my brother are inseparable. Great points. I know, right? Me and my brother get into more and more fights every day, but me and my sister constantly want to do something together. Now And now she's in college. And now that she's in college, she's not here anymore. Another topic, how do you get the essential items like masks and gloves when everything is out of stock, Millie? Well, it come, when it comes to getting pandemic essentials, I've learned that it's better to order, order things online and have them shipped to your door for the essentials. For example, you can get a mask at any online store or at any website. And on Amazon, you can buy things in bulk so you don't run off out as often. Some places to get these are Walmart, Amazon, and Target. A lot of clothing places also sell cute masks, so if you want it, you can be stylish when still being safe. Masks and gloves and cleaning and supplies are very important, so it's very good to read up on which ones are the best and why you should need them. At first, I didn't really understand the point of wearing a mask. I thought it was just a piece of fabric. Why would it really help you that much? Luckily, my mom explained it to me. It's okay to be confused about certain precautions. Everyone was different, has different views. And if you're young like me and still learning about these things, you can simply ask a guardian. You may be asking, if there's so many options, how do I know which one to get? So, Joyner, do you have any ideas? Yeah, I love that question. The mask picking is a hard task. There's so many things to choose from, and then people are constantly contradicting your choice. I totally agree with you. It's so funny to me that people, that having a conversation with people about masks is normal. Yes, I had so many of these conversations, and somehow it's all old ladies who ask that too. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't even think about that until this point, but you're so right. Such great advice, Millie. Thanks for the question. That is a very commonly asked question that is very important right now. You want to make sure to buy masks that have two or more layers of breathable fabric. Make sure that the mask fits your nose and mouth and there are no gaps on the side of your face. You don't want to choose a mask that isn't breathable, for example, vinyl, or has vents that can allow the virus particles to escape. You should also never wear masks that are meant for healthcare workers such as surgical masks and N95 masks. You should also never wear gaiters or face shields because they don't properly protect you. And for people with glasses, you should wear a mask that is snug on your nose or has a nose wire to prevent fogging on your glass lens. For children, you need to find a mask that fits them snugly and don't ever put a mask on a child two years of age or younger. Another important thing that you can do to limit your exposure to the virus is disinfecting surfaces. The EPS has approved household cleaning products that kill coronavirus. Some of the cleaning items on the list include 
Clorox disinfecting wipes, Lysol disinfectant max, cover mist, and Zanny Prime germicidal spray. So before you choose a disinfectant, make sure the item can kill the virus. So how do you know when it's okay to go out and be social again, Millie? I wonder about that sometimes too. And it's okay to do different things and do more normal activities. It's perfectly normal to want to meet people and be social again. But it's important to take the needed precautions. Of course, if you do go out and do something fun with people, you need to be careful. Personally, I go to church. So when my church opened back up, our family wasn't sure if it was okay to go. But we looked into all of the precautions and I thought it would be safe to go. If there is something like that you would like to go to, then you should look at all of the precautions and make sure that it's safe for you to go. If you do end up going and start to feel unsafe, it's perfectly normal to leave. And it's okay if your family is still not sure to go out. Everyone is different and views the situation differently. So don't feel like you're doing the wrong thing or not enough socially. What are your views on this, Joyner? I totally agree with what you said. This is a tough decision for everyone right now. In my opinion, there is a wrong answer. The only wrong answer would be acting recklessly and acting like the pandemic is invisible and socially like normal. That is endangering others around you. So be sure that what you're doing is safe and you are protecting yourself and others. Like Millie said, everyone has different comfort levels and it's up to everyone to make their own decisions. For example, I'm very anxious and careful about socializing in public right now. I am probably doing less social things than others due to my anxiety. You have to keep in mind health, though. So before making a decision on being social again, think about how you're protecting others and yourself from getting sick. Be sure to be taking all the CDC guidelines and recommendations into consideration before you start to socialize again. Relating to that, what are the, what are the CDC guidelines for staying safe in this unprecedented time? Thanks for those points. What I don't understand is why people are always are always coming at you about your choices. I know, it's very frustrating. Wonderful questions. I have wondered that as well. The CD, CDC guidelines are very much like what we have already mentioned. They say that you should avoid close contact with people, continue wearing masks, constantly disinfecting surfaces to limit it to limited risk of expo- exposure, washing your hands frequently, and etc. Another good point is that the CDC brings up states that you should limit the amount of time that you touch your face. If your hands are dirty and you touch your face, specifically your nose, mouth, or eyes, then you could possibly contract the virus. But if you do touch your face, it's, it's best to wash your hands before touching. While we are on the topic. How do you prevent from getting sick? What do you do when you are sick? That's a good question, Millie. A pandemic virus like COVID-19 is very different from other viruses like the flu. So something the CDC says is that you could have possible COVID symptoms you could have the virus. For example, one of the COVID symptoms is nausea and dizziness. So this could be from COVID or from being too active maybe from being dehydrated, or if you're a girl, period symptoms. The CDC states that if this happens, quarantine yourself and alert anyone you've seen recently, 
which means if you've been in six feet within someone for more than 15 minutes. If after three to four days, the symptoms are not gone or they're even more intense, then you need to get tested. That being said, what would you do if you've been around someone that has COVID or have been exposed? You need to either get tested or wait till you know that the person is cleared from being sick. Personally, I'm so scared of getting tested. There's so many videos about people getting tested and they complain about it hurting so much. I know, right? I can't do anything when it comes to going up my nose. I'd never want to get tested. I guess that I'll have to get tested at some point, but I'll enjoy my time until then. <laughs> Me too. What was, what has been so interesting to me is how different people have different opinions on this topic. Some people deny the idea of that COVID exists and is harmful, and others are insanely cautious and about just stepping out of their house. I totally agree with you. I think it's so interesting. I'm so cautious about going into stores, and I literally almost yell at people who have their mask under their nose. I mean, why can't you wear your mask normally? I think a lot of these opinions come from politics and or people's personalities. Personally, I'm finally getting a little better in the way that I can go in public with a little less caution. Oh yeah, I totally agree about your nose being below your mask. I think I'm definitely in the middle of the spectrum though, and how anxious people are in this time. I'm normally really anxious about literally everything, and I'm oddly not nervous about this pandemic <laughs> i think a lot of people lean the way you are i think we've gotten over our anxiety a little bit through six months of quarantine i found that i'm more anxious about some public events than others which is really odd to me because like you said i'm normally anxious about all things rather than just these small certain events same i've literally done the craziest thing to say staying in quarantine i've been working out an insane amount of times, I've also literally stopped what I'm doing just to go run outside or on the treadmill. I've also been taking so many self-care diaries and doing some sims, some skin care or anything like that. And then another thing I've been doing to stay active is quarantine workouts and been paying so much. It's crazy how much I've gotten done with this quarantine. Half of those things I would never been been able to do. I know. I know. I think I should start doing some self-care days too. Well, that's our time for today. Please reach out if you like, would like us to continue on this topic again. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to tune in next week for another episode. Goodbye.